Welcome back to You Have Stories. You had an assignment to think about your why. We need something to motivate us so that we can stay engaged and connected to this process. If you came up with three or four, even better. My why showed up in November 2016 with the birth of my grandson, Adoniram Judson Johnson. On that day, I stepped into the honored and prestigious role of grandfather. My new position got me thinking about the world I came into. October 1956 seems like a different planet compared to today. From a technology, economic, and informational point of view, little Edo would barely be able to understand or relate to the world I grew up in. Example, there's more cell phones right now in America than there are people. The only telephone I knew as a child was a tan rotary dial phone hanging on the kitchen wall. The phone number had only four digits, 2709. If you picked up the phone and someone was talking, you needed to hang up. That was Harvey Larson across the street using the party line. At one point, my mother wanted the phone to be a little more mobile, so we added a 15-foot extension onto the handset. What more could you possibly need? We could walk into three different rooms and still be on the phone talking. We didn't live in a little house on the prairie, but in terms of today's technology, it sure seems like it. That's just one of endless things that have changed in the past 60 years. As I started looking at those differences, it got me thinking about my father and his father. My dad passed away when I was seven years old, so my memories are few and far between. If I were to spend some time writing, I might be able to come up with a few dozen pages, maybe more. My grandfather might only be one or two pages at best. Sadly, those untold stories of my past are gone. I just can't let that happen. My grandchildren need to know about their grandpa. So there you have it, my biggest why. I have more, and we'll get into some of those as we spend more time together. So back to the assignment. What's your why? In order to motivate you to continue on with this process, it's necessary for you to have some leverage, a powerful why. Give it some time. Let's see what comes to the surface. The last time we were together, we talked about the award-winning author, David McCullough. We took a look at his process for researching a story. Not to be too dramatic, but this is his process for researching a life. Okay, with that in mind, how do we get our stories and our information to our future biographer? Now, it's important that you understand that at this point in the process, we are not writing stories. This is not a writing or journalism workshop. All we're doing at this point is compiling source material needed to tell our stories. For most of us, 
just the act of documenting people, places, events, dates is as far as we're going to take it. And that's perfectly all right. That alone is more than what 90% of the people living right now will ever do. I would give anything to have this level of information about my father and grandfather's lives. This might be a little overwhelming at this point, but don't worry. We're going to go through this together. I'll be digging into my past right along with you. We'll get into some of my stories and meet some of my family as we go along. But for now, I just want to introduce you to another one of my whys. During the creative process of fiction writing, writers are often encouraged to develop a backstory, something that will help them bring their characters to life. Mine is more of a back-to-the-future story. This has really helped me pull my stories and source material together. It has also sent me down a few very interesting rabbit holes. I would like to introduce you to my great-granddaughter, Laura Lee Johnson. She's the youngest child of my grandson, Adoniram Johnson. Laura was born in December of 2045. She was named after her great-aunt, Laura, who is still alive and well at the age of 73. Laura is 17 years old and has become very interested in history and her family's past. How's that for a hook to a story? Whenever I'm pulling together details and facts, I try to keep Laura in mind. What would I like to tell her? What would she like to know? What does she need to know? Would it be interesting for her to know that I carry a Samsung 9 Plus smartphone in my pocket every day? Now think about that in 2062. Would she even know what a smartphone was? Would it even be necessary to carry something like that? That's 40 years from now. I don't know. I'm thinking that a list of my favorite phone apps would be fascinating to her. I have a lot of questions for Laura, but this has pretty much been a one-sided conversation at this point. I don't know if you've given any thought to this, but my current plan is to live to the age of 94 like my mother did. That means that there's a possibility that I could actually be there in 2045 when Laura is born. Another interesting dilemma I ran into with Laura is how to get this information to her four decades into the future. I grew up in the 60s and 70s. Back then, the best way to get a message to Laura would have been to record it on videotape so she could play it back. The production of VHS tape officially ended in 2008. Videotape recorders and players are no longer being manufactured. Another interesting example of this information transfer dilemma took place back in 1977 with the launch of the Voyager space probe. Voyager's flight plan would bring the craft through space, gathering information. Eventually, the craft would leave our solar system 
and head into deep space, never to return to Earth again. On the remote chance that someone or something might find the ship floating through space, NASA decided that they needed to send a message. We needed to let them know who we are. The Voyager spacecraft carried a copy of a gold record etched into this disk were the sights and sounds of Earth. Images, music, audio clips. Voyager has been racing away from Earth for five decades now. Just think about that. If the Voyager landed in your backyard, it would be difficult and maybe impossible to play back that message. We'll be digging into these topics as we begin to explore our past and our stories. The next time we get together, we're going to hit the ground running. We're going to set up a system for capturing distant memories from the past. Nothing strange or cosmic here, just a simple way for us to capture dates, places, people, events from our past. If you've never done anything like this before, it's going to be a lot of fun. Your assignment. Continue to work on your why. The more whys you come up with, the more powerful your motivation will be. Have fun, and we'll see you next time on You Have Stories.